I'm gonna have to use it again. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make it hit. I'm by far the least. I got everybody. I think by far. No? Are you guys want to get started? Yeah. No, we're good. All right, here we go. He's got to be asleep in 10 minutes. I know. We're going to, don't worry. We're going to make it. He's going to be at 4 o'clock in the morning working. We're going to get you home. We're going to get you home, I promise. At least sleeping at work. Oh, sleeping. Yeah, perfect. Fair. Just drive right there. All right, here we go. ASA Detroit. I'm the host, Mark. We'll introduce ourselves left to right. Go ahead, sir. My name is Dave Mishevitz. And what do you do? What do you mean? Like, you like what do you do in the world of artistry? Comedian? Yeah, uh, actor thing, I write stuff, and then I work like a regular thing, which fair, is fun. Fair enough. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Charles Hill. I, I am also a comedian and produce several shows in the area. Second time on or third time Second on? time. Awesome. Uh, Ryan Brown, uh, comedian. Uh, produce like one show. I run a, a one mic, and uh, this is my second time on the show. Too. It is your second time. And then uh, are you counting the uh, the construction mic? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. All right. So the whole concept is uh, one person's a point person, and then they bring their comedy crew. Dave, you were the point person. Yeah. So this is your comedy crew. Okay. So what made you pick, what made you bring these dudes? Okay. This is, so uh, Charles, because uh, I, I've spent a lot of time with him, right? Like at mics and like shows and stuff like that, but we never have a chance to actually chat. Because he's he's busy lighting one of us, or trying to get one of us off stage, or figure out who's there to get the next. So there just hasn't been like a good time to like sit and chat about stuff. Right, right. Has been the key to any of that. And then Ryan, uh, we have so we've done a workshop, like the open mic kind of thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've done open mics together. We've done one nighters together. We've done a club weekend together. Yep. And it's just been one of those. Uh, uh, so he's like, I like what he does and how he does it. And again, not being able to have all that conversation, but having each of those kind of like, you know, experiences from a comedic standpoint, yeah. is it? Yeah. And then uh, one of the person who couldn't be here. That was a different, I could <laughs> tell why. Like not about Go the ahead. thing, but. Go ahead. Because we have 40 married, no kids with cats, like uh, uh, Nike shoes. And yet, uh we could be on the same show and we have different points of view. And I love that as well. Like you're someone that's like similar to you, right? And okay. whatever's kind of going on, but the point of view comedically or life experience wise is just different. Plus, uh, I like talking to that too. So who is that? I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to say, <laughs> you're not going to say, no. um, yeah. so I think it's pretty interesting, right? Cause so this is, this is what I thought would be cool. So Dave, you've been doing it since how long? What? Comedy, comedy. comedy. Uh, you like te- like, uh, let's say ninety eight, ninety seven. Okay, and so you, stand up. So I kind of know, like you've been like doing it, doing it, right? Sure. And then I've been watching you guys, uh, like grow into, uh, because you f- four years. What are you? You're pointing at people right now. I am pointing They're right here. So <laughs> four, four years, four years, and so we kind of came up, and I'm watching you guys like enter, the and like kind of like flirting with doing it, doing it. Yeah, right. And so I think that's really cool, man. That's really cool. So, yeah. all right, we're going to go. Well, first of all, let's go. Yeah, tell us, like, because you, you, uh, you're, like, hosting weekends now. You're doing, like, tell us what's going on. Like, give us a little update because we, we we talked to you a while back. Um, Yeah, I mean, I got a, I'm doing a, a feature weekend at Ann Arbor uh, Comedy Showcase. Okay. Because um, I did a couple open mics and then I reached out to the owner. Yeah. So he gave me a weekend, then he said, like, you know, depending on how that goes, maybe I can headline next year or something like that. So hell yeah, hell we'll yeah. We'll see. Um, that'll be my first weekend there. Uh, I got a weekend in July hosting at Ridley's. Um, so that's, I mean, I think those are the only big weekends. Who, then, who are you hosting for? Um, I don't know. They didn't tell me. He just asked, like, hey, you want to host? Yeah. So I got, I probably got to look it up on my own. I saw that. I think Ella is featuring, though. Oh, hell yeah. Ella Horwettle. So that'll, it'll, I mean, it'll be a fun opening for whoever's hosting. I just saw her yeah. do uh, a comedy uh, set at the Dirty Show mm. in Detroit. And I was, like, amazed because, like, those people are not there to see comedy. And yeah. they're, it's, like, a terrible place to do comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a giant warehouse. Yeah. There's all this like stuff going on. Oh, at the dirty show. At the dirty show. show. Yeah, at the yeah, dirty show. show. At the at dirty the show. Con- okay. No, at the dirty show. And it's just like this like giant warehouse and there's seats 
and this crowd and she like she got him by the end man she mm-hmm. had i mean it was like pretty impressed so um the uh uh do you feel like things are starting to come together for you a little bit uh comedy i mean uh, uh, definitely like in the area like because i've done stuff um pretty much all over michigan now yeah so yeah i mean it's i got to get to the point where i can at least feature regularly like i guess around the country at least around the midwest because there's not enough clubs like you're not going to feature more than a maybe or you're not going to work a weekend at a club more than a couple times a year um, especially because there's so many good comedians around here so yeah. you know a few times a year is like a lucky thing and you know even but you're there though in, but you're there though well i mean yeah i'm i'm there in the sense that i I probably get at least one every every year but hosting or featuring isn't like sustainable for to where i could quit my job i see is, you know kind of the goal i see and then you you're like I feel like you're becoming like you're you're vying for producer of the year, Metro Detroit. <laughs> I'm I'm running a little fast, I guess, but at times it feels like uh, stress wise. But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I How many you got now? Six rooms. Damn. Six rooms. I share two rooms with with two other comics. Yeah, and then I have four on my own. Are you enjoying that process, or is it like overwhelming? I enjoy the learning part of it. I enjoy the I enjoy the anxiety that it gives me because it keeps me out of my day to day head. And, and and helps me focus on what I want to do, yeah. not what I have to do. Yeah, that's what's up. So you guys are like really like rocket shipping up. I feel and and like you've been like doing all these things for so like I don't even really know your like historical yeah. Wikipedia. Like if I looked up Dave Mischewitz Wikipedia, I don't think it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. I've had somebody bring it up that it that they want to do that, and I don't know what it means, so we've never talked about it any further. So well, you, what would it say? It so first. So comedy wise, you just want to know like the back kind of everything, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to share. I'll, I'll I'll roll it in like this. Um, I started doing improv and sketch in college, okay, and uh, uh, but I also played rugby, and yeah. rugby. Uh, got in the way of everything else, so <laughs> including college, um, <laughs> and then uh, uh, finished college. Uh, had like the run of the TV department in uh, at Eastern Michigan, okay? Because the T- the TV department wasn't using the TV station, which is what Eastern Michigan was all about at the time, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and uh, so we just had shows, new shows, sports stuff. Uh, sketch stuff like we could just do whatever you were doing whatever you wanted yeah we just had yeah we could just do whatever we wanted moved to chicago sketch improv background and was like hey what is stand-up all about and then i uh so i went and started doing stand-up and um at a place called uh the monkey bar um was the monkey bar last i think it was and a couple of comics bill gorgo and jimmy wiggins would come early to that open mic and would sit with us and like talk about writing comedy and would talk about what the room should be like and just like the stuff that was kind of like all of the ancillary other things aside from the jokes and getting up. And I got up a couple of times. I remember only one guy laughing once and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I wrote something for like a Chicago ad fest thing, like a, uh, like a, a fake commercial thing. Whatever. Yeah. And that was enough to have somebody ask me, hey, I'm moving to California. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Moved to California. Um, started working the comedy store. Um, was doing like stand up. Took a took a class to like, what what is this all about out here? And then just started doing stand up out and around. Question. So yeah. you're working at the comedy store? Yeah, I was working like a regular job, and then at night I would go to the comedy store and work the booth. Like I got a job in the booth. Okay, was that leading the sets? That exactly what that is. So you yeah. uh, d- depend on, on where you're at, what you're doing, or whatever. Um, then you showcase to be a door guy. You showcase to be a regular. And what so years was this? Uh, I moved to LA in '98. So, like, who were some of the people that were in and out of the comedy store while you were working the door and doing all that? Um, I mean, you're, you're talking about guys now that's like Sebastian, Arshafir was uh, in the mix of the time, but Steve Simone still at the time. Talking about guys like Chappelle's, 
um, was Chappelle would come in for like Fat Tuesday because Fat Tuesday was that was the time Fat Tuesday was kind of like holding that place together for a little bit. If you ever seen that documentary, it's yeah. it's it's great. Number one. Um, but I mean, guys like that were like Freddie Soto. Dice was back in the mix to it. Eddie Griffin would be there at night. Mark Curry would be coming in. Damon Wayans in that mix. Like those guys that I kind of grew up with, you know, knowing aside from just the the cats that were there at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Mooney uh, was key. He would come to the booth and like talk to me about wow. just about comedy, about what was going on in the room, just about stuff yeah. in general. It was like so you just had those experiences there. Yeah, those experiences sitting at the back door, just listening to, you know, Chris Rock and uh, uh, talk to Eddie Murphy and Dice talking to Carlin and like you, you're in this, you're just in the middle of it, and you're not really sure why or what, yeah. and it's it's just cool, you know. I mean, it was that was just part of it. So just to uh, stand yeah, up then, and yeah. then uh, uh, started doing stand up, traveling overseas um, in like 2005. For military stuff, like a USO um, tour, yeah, yeah, it was Armed Forces Entertainment, Navy Entertainment, um, MWRs, their Morale, Welfare, and Recreation, and so um, uh, with a company called Comics on Duty, and I did that until like 2010, 2011, just on and off. Um, Vegas was in the mix. I got to do in the UK, yeah, like just stuff. I don't know, triple runs. What's like, a triple run? Uh, uh, is do the book stuff like. One nighters out yeah. west, yeah. You know I mean? So overnight stuff. Damn, damn. So, and then not that's the goal, anything. right? That's the goal. Yeah. And then uh, writing and doing stuff, and then last year, so I've been doing it about a year and a half because I've never done it in Michigan either, like as a like like regularly as part of this community, either. Like I would come back for holidays or something like that, you know, and be able to do Joey's at the time in Ann Arbor, so with Rod, like those were the the things that I would do coming in, but I was never like here for that stuff. Yeah. So to be here and be able to do it now, literally it's been a year and a half. And then that's like a, not a joke. Now, are you guys like, are you guys, so you guys have been in the Michigan scene. That's all you know, right? Are you like happy with like what is offered here? Or are you thinking like, you got to get the hell out of here? Like what you first? Um, I mean, what do you mean offered here? Like, like, like are you happy with like, the scene here like is it a good scene to like continue to grow and like stick around and you feel like this is going to like serve you or do you feel like eventually you gotta leave and do something different where are you gonna go ryan because I, I don't know if you gotta leave i might go to austin just because i got family there so it, it's probably the cheapest that'd be the cheapest way for me to go yeah and i've and i just went to austin in november and i was only there for like three days and i did like three or four showcases so I made some contacts down there so I know I can like get work and I know people down there. If I move like right now, it's it's either there, Chicago, or one of the coasts. And uh but Austin makes the most sense right now just because I know there's like industry and um I got family there. It seems to be growing. Yeah. That seems to be growing. If, if here I, I hear it all the time, but here I think Michigan has one of the strongest scenes I've seen. Like, I've done comedy in Chicago. I've done comedy in New York, Austin. I've seen, you know, comedy in L.A., Vegas, New Orleans. Like, I've been around the city, Boston, all of that, where it's like, you know, I see the local scene. I haven't been there as long as here, but it seems like we have so many people that are good at comedy, and we have so many, um, like, crowds that understand comedy. And like it's not just like one type of comedy. It's like if like funny's funny and a lot of times like you they make you earn it. It's not like there's different some rooms are easier, but for the most part, Michigan crowds like understand comedy. So if it's good, like you're not gonna get a lot of cheap laughs. Okay. So if you can if you can be funny here, then you can you can be funny anywhere. Yeah. You know. Now, what about you? Are you feel like you gotta like get the hell out of town, or you feel like this is a place where you can? Like, no, I'm keep not keep in a hurry to get out of town. I got a ten yeah. year old and a seven year old daughter that. Okay, well that's life. Keep yeah, me here for a while. yeah, oh, okay. yeah. You're not gonna be, you're not gonna be a deadbeat dad and bounce. Just What do you want? Some one. applause? You want to add a boy, Charles? Oh, yeah. What a great dad! All the dad. pats on the back I can get. <laughs> yeah. Now. But, but do you feel like not only the fact that you, besides the fact you have to stay here, 
do you feel like this is a good place for like where you're at four years in? You're obviously like you're putting on shows, you're hosting shows, you you you're respected enough to get on a lot of shows. Yeah, and I I, I like it seems like every week right now I I find a different avenue where I meet somebody new that can book me somewhere else or yeah. you know uh, get a new newer opportunity. It, it and it's and I, I I like doing the the driving an hour and a half two hours to go do a rural show yeah. like i and those people are can be a lot of fun um, appreciative yeah yeah very appreciative we did that one together and it just felt like uh way out in uh did we do that together? i felt like we were there together um in uh jonesville, jonesville yeah jonesville. and it, it just felt like i remember after yeah, yeah, that's what you guys yeah. were there together yeah, yeah, yeah. i love okay, those okay. crowds like tell me all right so my my <laughs> reflection was that was like it definitely wasn't a cheap laugh either Mm-mm. but then after like they wanted to like hang out, they wanted to have beers, they wanted mm-hmm. to talk. Yeah. Is that the same experience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like that, and that was like I was at the of uh, the football game. Right, I had to go to my dad, so yeah. I couldn't even I couldn't drive with you and Danielle that time yeah. too, which is the first bummer because yeah. that would have been the first time to be like, all right, now I get to finally sit in the car and like mm-hmm. meet people and like do, do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like do that sort of thing, and then getting there and you're like. This isn't how many is there another room? How, <laughs> is this possible that you you really wanted comedy for twelve people? You don't even like yeah. and yes, and the yeah. owners and everybody was just like so number one cool. Yeah. And so that vibe alone, knowing that it that it was there, and then the folks came for the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were yeah. like it was it was uh that's just what you like you seem to get in all these places, no matter where you go, you're talking about like being able to play to whatever crowd that's not going to be a cheap laugh that know about comedy, but it's also this cross section, you know, from the metro area out to this rural part that mm-hmm. you're going to, you, 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 the diversity of what you're in front of at any point in time is also really, really cool. So, so like, all right, so this this is what, what I kind of want to like ask them first. So you have like been at all these scenes, like big deal. Like that's kind of a big deal, like to be at the comedy store, and that's like a place that's revered, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. So like with you being out there and then coming back to Michigan and like getting in, do you think this is a place where someone could like long term, like be here, be based here, and still like be able to branch out and do all the things that someone wants to do or do eventually does someone have to move? What do you want to do? Well, that happened. That, it was the same thing. Like, is I, there a ceiling, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have guys that are, that are hugely successful, respected in the area, making a living and doing it, whether it's, you know, mostly Michigan centric yeah. to go in a couple other places here and there on their own time. If they do it, then that's, that's the game. Like, you know, I know guys that are doing stuff that just social media paying off everything. Like, why do you have to be anywhere else mm. if all you're doing, right, is feeding your audience, you know, yeah. from there? And then yeah. you get to go, you know, to places wherever you have a fan base to go and do. But it's just a matter of, like, whatever your measure of success or what you want to do is the only ceiling that you have anywhere you're at. But, if there's things that you, you know, like you want to be on TV or you want to show or you want, then being at the places where those things are produced and done is key. Yeah. And even more so of giving yourself um, still a, a different perspective, you know, it, on, on living yeah. where you live and what you're doing as opposed to here. But otherwise, no, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's cool like that to to echo what these guys have said like not only i'm impressed with in regards to the the quality of stand up and how folks like bust their ass to it but even more so of like the venues every night in different parts of wherever yeah. that you can you know get to you know, across the state for that matter, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not just the metro area. Like Lansing, Grand Rapids, being able to do shows in Grand Rapids and stuff has been, you know, like, oh, what's happening here? I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, do you guys find, so like y- you said, uh, you said, nine, I can't do the math very well. So you said 90s, but like how many years is that? That's I'm bad with golf scores. No, I'm bad with <laughs> golf scores. Like I can't add golf scores up quick. I'm good. I'm smart with math. Kay. Like I could do formulas. But if you give me a golf score, I can't. So like how many years total? 
of like twenty since nineteen ninety eight. That's yeah. twenty five years. <laughs> twenty five years. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's twenty twenty three. Thank you. Thank you. That's minus what I'm two. I'm, I'm panicking. Gonna... I'm panicking. That's I need a racer. <laughs> I need a minus. I get it. And I need the thing. And I need to carry numbers. Yes. You know. I'm only thirty eight, which is the weird. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Um, so do you guys feel that because like someone was saying this yesterday, Lewis was saying this, like you don't know what you don't know until you know it, right? Right. So. Uh, like I was talking with a couple du- uh, couple people the other uh, last week and I was like if you would have told me like I just did a show I like hosted it it was for a bunch of cool people it was a real show got paid at a nice place blah 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 if you'd have told me that like when I like a year into starting I've been like I made it I'm happy <laughs> like that's Great. all I'm like the, yeah. this is like Mark like frame it yeah. and like yeah. you're a star and yeah. you're a professional comedian right yeah. but now that you're there you're like What's the next? Yeah, What's the it next? can be either thing. It can right. be you can do that and you can start running another show, or you, you know you can be that can be it. That could be the goal, and you can always go to that. Or yeah, you can keep okay. Now I've done this. Okay, now you know if it's a whatever show, it's like okay. Well, how do you move up? So how would you feature if you look at that as moving up, yeah. or you're headlining the show, and then like people are coming to see you. How do you get to that part? If that's where you want to go, but. Like you said, you could be good just hosting a show or producing a bunch of shows yeah. or whatever, you know. It, but like, are you happy or like are now you like now that you've seen the next thing? Are you are you like feeling like, damn, I need to like make a move? I I want to at the very least, I want to be able to be like I could headline clubs around the country. Most of the year, yeah. so 40 plus weeks a year where it's like I can go there. And I know I can deliver. Now, I've been, I've done club weekends where, you know, some nights it's not a lot of people for whatever reason, you know. It's like they didn't know the person or whatever, but I've, I've always had good times. Yeah. You know, most most clubs, like you hear some horror stories about like clubs and stuff going on, but I've never had any issues with any of the clubs I've ever been at. Like so, horror stories, like what? Like just like, you know, there's stuff where it's like people don't get paid and oh, stuff like yeah, that, you know. Because yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of like comedy podcasts. And um, you know, there's this one included for sure. Yeah. Well, no, I do, yeah, like I I listen to this, especially if it's like people I know. Yeah. But like yeah. like Dave was saying, like people that you don't get to uh like actually talk to that much. So you just kinda hear like how they break stuff down and stuff like that. And that's that's the other thing I like about like doing far shows because like when when we drove up there with me and um uh oh shit, I'm blanking on it. Danielle. Danielle, yeah. When we drove up there, we just talked the whole time. We yeah. just talking about sh- like comedy stuff and yeah. this and that. And you you know, yeah, you learn about people, you figure out people. And, yeah. You know, have are, fun with that. Are you like so you're it you're kinda seem like you're entering into this like producing lane? Is that like are you is is that where you f- see yourself like long termly going or is that just like kinda a means to an end right now? I think for me it was if I can create my own opportunities to get stage time, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. You know, um, and I enjoy it and, and I just want to get better. Like, like you, you, when you had said, uh, you know, you get to a point and, and are you happy there? No, I, every time I've gotten to that point, I haven't been happy. Yeah. I, I, I need to get better. And the only way to get better is to be on stage. So if I have to create those opportunities for myself, I'm going to do it. And that, that's why I do it. Yeah. And how's that been though, from, from having to deal with, comics number one or curating a show to putting like because the, the thing that you said to me was like i asked like when you spend time writing i'm like do you do that like in front of the tv or the kids like no 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 the girls know not to bother me <laughs> <laughs> daddy's writing right now so everybody out and I, like, I love that part of it but like talk about how like how does that happen you know what i mean creating stage time for yourself is one thing having to take care of everybody is it but then really like taking advantage of that stage time and how you do and create your own material like is there a a thing i guess i don't understand what you're asking uh not to but no, like that's go. like go. The, um he asked like from a do you want to like take it as a producer and like no i want to create my own you know my own time so you can do that but you still have to deal with let's say all of us okay. telling you like hey could i get it, uh, on your show or even more so like hey how much time do i have or i want to run the light meanwhile you as a comic want to go and create yeah, on stage. I, I, I guess so I, how do you separate those two? I'm still learning things. that to be honest cool. with you. Um, so there are, I've, I've noticed that I, the last month I haven't been writing as much as I used to because I've been thinking about 
the, the, the pressure of selling tickets to this show or who am I going to book for the next one? And, and that does, that, that does weigh in, it, it weighs into how much time I actually have in my day overall. Yeah. Um, it's only a hundred Charles points, right? Like you can only spend a hundred Charles points. <laughs> right. Day. Right. But I, I like to read the news and I like, I like to write jokes. So I'm always going to write a topical joke every day or, or, you know, a few topical jokes every day when I think about them, whether they're funny or not, but yeah, I'm still going to say them. Um, when you were doing, so like, the what you described, like you went on a USO tour, right? Okay. Which, which would be like to me, like no, I didn't. Well, you went on a but okay. So, so say what you did, then it was it was uh, uh, like for Armed Forces Entertainment, MWR, or Navy Entertainment were like the three uh, government components that took us up. So it wasn't what's so. All right, so you're okay. So you're you're entertaining the troops, yes, which are in a battle zone. Oh yeah. Okay. So like that's a pretty big deal. Would we agree? That's a, that's like pretty cool, right? Yeah. So they're not sending like Mark May like open micer to entertain the troops. You're right. So that's like a, you're like at enough. When you were doing that, were you like, wow, I like this is like, or you're like, were you still kind of like, oh well, now that I'm doing this, I see like the next thing. Like, were you able to like enjoy? Oh no, that? I enjoyed the show of that. So yeah. that's like a a back piece uh, playing rugby. I snapped my arm in half. I have two metal plates in it. Uh, the military didn't want me at the time. Oh, what am I going to do? And then years later, I get to go and like entertain. And the first trip that I took there was a month long trip. Um, I had to close the first show and I ate it like ate it because I hadn't slept. I was excited. <laughs> I was in Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't really want to. And I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't slept. It was terrible. It was awful. It was bo- like if you already think I don't speak properly in front of like this was that that much worse. But. By the middle of it, it was like Iraq was just coming into uh, like the voting for the first time too. Yeah. So the joke had then become, oh, Dave is running for president because I would get to a base and I would find out everybody who was doing what and why and how. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like just taking all of that in and the shows were getting better. Like yeah. it was just comfortable. The guys that I had, was with at that time too had done them already. You know what I mean? So it was my first time in that little mix. So being able to go along and have the experience of what was actually happening, and I'm talking about like highs, like you're treated like a rock star, to people just die before you got there oh, yeah. and you don't get to perform. Like yeah. just this, the just these crazy emotions and travel and you know just stuff going on and. But you're there for a purpose, and so it was. It was just super cool. Yeah, no, it's amazing, man. Um, so, like, what what would you give? Like, so you got like two dudes that are that are like I said, like our, I I really feel like I've I've watched like cause we start with a large group. I'd feel yeah, like right when we all started, and I almost feel like a lot of those people. Um, like, remember when we did that outside show? Mm-hmm. You hosted it. You were uh, we were all there, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a lot of our like people that we started with. Yeah. Kind of right, and so I've kind of watched you guys like like your trajectories. Um, like, what would you give like someone like if, what would you give like a like a four year person who's like like what advice? Do comedy. Just <laughs> keep doing it. <laughs> Just yeah. keep doing it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Dave, I guess was, that makes sense. What was like? So what? What would you say was like your your like highest point? Cause it's like we can look at it like, yeah, that is cool to like go right, do stuff you for the troops. Like where, where for you, where was it? it? Was like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, I, I like it, it was interesting. Like you talk about like what you know, wait, what's next? So I got a little bit of this. So then what comes? And I, I never, man, it's weird because I did it backwards, right? So people, uh, as I was told to me, would you know start somewhere work the road, and then move to L.A. or New York, and then you would have a season to it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means, so yeah. just go there. And I learned there, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the, the next was just the opportunity that I got presented because I was doing what I was doing at that time, you know? Um, and I, I can't say, like... Uh, was it a sh- what did you want to be in a show did you want to like uh, all that stuff just kind of happened because i was there doing what i was doing yeah that's all i can i can kind of say about that yeah. i have some like personal goals even at the time though and i think that was that was part of like why i enjoyed the military stuff so much i didn't have like a goal moving out to la i'm going to be this 
So it was just like, I moved to LA and let's see what happens. And I just busted my ass every day um, doing the stuff that I started digging and with folks that I really enjoyed being around. Like there's one thing to be said for that camaraderie and that common kind of like understanding that that comedians have with one another that you can't explain to quote unquote civilians yeah. when you're having a conversation about like writing jokes, right. just day to day stuff or the travels yeah. and stuff. So there, there wasn't any kind of peak. Like I remember staying up all night when I, you know, got past the store, same thing when I was at the improv. Yeah. I remember getting the facts, facts <laughs> off the fax machine in my office giving me my itinerary about going to Iraq and like doing all that and like being super excited about all that. Right. Like the only of age male that was like, send me to Iraq. Let's tell jokes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so all of those things that just kind of happened was it, you know, and, um, uh, selling jokes to like tonight show, like freelance stuff. Like Mm -hmm. again, you're like, how's that even, how's that possible? Yeah. The thing that got in my way was like I never had it to be in mind of like, well, that's what I want to continue doing. You did not like you never thought N- that. Not in a not in a sense of like, well, if I get this, then I'm cool. Or if I get that, then, you know, like it's good. I just like I enjoyed the process. I enjoy the process of writing jokes, having thoughts come to my head, putting them on a piece of paper and then somehow presenting them. And that's probably one of the things that's just like, you know, you can do that in any form, uh, but didn't lead to, like you guys say, whatever is next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Make, I got that in my head a little too much, like this last uh, summer. And I got like real frustrated. Mm. And so you, just like, you, like you, you feel like you stagnated type of thing. Yeah, I just was like, it just, I, I, I got to a point where like I got to a place where I wanted to be like a uh, uh, similar situation, but it was a while back. Like I hosted a show and real people were on it and it was cool. People, you know, buy, bought tickets. And then like the next day, like nobody, like my, nothing changed. Like nobody called <laughs> yeah, me for the, the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just like, what? This is, I was like, this is, I was like, you're a loser. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> sit, I, like nice midlife crisis yeah. loser. Yeah. You know, like your friends came. Wow, great. Every club you're in town didn't be like, oh, yeah. get yeah. back. But then it like, I took a, I took a little hiatus, but then I, I uh, had signed up uh, to do a show at, for the, um, the contest, the uh, Detroit to LA. Okay. And I like, went up there and I like made a bunch of people laugh and it was a full, cr- and I had a blast mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh yeah, dude, this is like fun. That's what it's you about. Know? Do you got, I mean, do you, have you guys had any like frustrating moments where you're like, dude, or has it all been like, have you been able to keep a good headspace about it? it, it the frustration never stops for me. Cause like I said, I want it like, I'm always in my head about how to get better and frustrated at any little mistake. I feel like yeah. I made on stage or something I left on the table that I didn't say that I should have said. And, I'll think about it until the next time I hit the stage, and hopefully I remember to say it that time. Yeah. And if I don't, then I think about it till the next time. Yeah. And, and eventually yes. you remember to say it, and and then you feel good until you forget to say something else. Yeah. What about you? Are you are you like been able to keep that like having a good time vibe? Yeah, I have a I have a good time. I mean, I do. I am like overly critical of stuff, like, but I don't. I try not to go back and be like oh, I missed this line or that line or it has to be perfect because I had enough people tell me, like, it shouldn't be, like, a script, you know? So if the people had a good time, if I told – and sometimes you mess up something, but you say it in a different way and it's funnier or, you know, or you can – or it's, like, practicing, like, okay, damn, I forgot to say this part, so – it's supposed to be a callback later. Okay, now I got to pivot. So it's just like right. working, working that. It's like a different muscle to work. <laughs> yeah. And it's so it's fun. Like, I've never been frustrated in the sense of, uh, uh, like, I should be doing something. Luckily, because I haven't decided to make this my career. Yeah. So it's like, you know, any opportunities is just stuff. Hey, I'm available for it, and I want to go do it and have a good set. Put on, and then now I'm just trying to get, you know, I'm just always trying to get better. Yeah. I know, I know it's like my calling or something, just because I've done a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, once it gets hard, I'm just like, ah, never mind. Yeah. But comedy, yeah, I've bombed plenty. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah. still, still want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Sometimes that's like a, a bomb. Like you're like, ooh, I feel like it's like a, a Tim Finkel said it was like sometimes bombing can be like a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah, hell yeah. You're fully present. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's a, like that's a, a great huge, way to say it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that is whether it's, you know, this yeah. you're riding this giant wave or you're looking at it crashing on, you're like, oh well, all right. Yeah. We're doing it. But the work you put into it, is it like you wanna get it right onto it as well? Like you guys talking about being your works critic, like definitely are mm-hmm. by far our worst critic. Oh, no doubt, man. Compared to uh, what actually happens. No doubt. You should go to like one of those uh, like mindfulness classes where people are all trying to like be present and they're having struggles. You should be like, all right, everyone in the van, we're going to go <laughs> to New Way and you're going up, yeah, you gotta go up. at 9 p.m. Five. when uh, during a Monday night football game. Yeah, right. And you will be mindful. Um, I just trying to rem- I'm trying to remember <laughs> that like to have a like I used to like I used to so I use my sports mentality. Right. So I would like listen to like angry music on the way mm-hmm. and I would like be ready to go. And I'd be like, oh, you're not going to you think you're not going to let my head. I'm like, you think you're not going to laugh? All right, here we go. <laughs> like I'm up there. And and it was like not a good way to do it. Like I remember I was like telling this girl and uh, me and this girl had dated a little bit. And she was like, like I was explaining her the process. And she was like, you think that's like a good thing for you? <laughs> You know, she's like this, like yoga girl, like totally, like in the woods type of thing. She's like, I don't think that's like a good <laughs> mentality. Oh. Yeah, like and so, a, is that healthy? Like it's a fight. Yeah, that's how I was thinking, like yeah, a fight. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like, all right, man, I'm here. I'm trying to have like a great time, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that, like, I'm more myself, and I'm more myself. Like you were saying, like coming up with stuff when you're there, like being present, and yeah. like just saying, like if you're with your buddies and something happens, and you say something in because you're funny. Like I've been able to find that more, mm-hmm. just like being like like goof like goofing around. I just yeah. go up there and be like, yeah, I'm gonna go goof around for a little bit. You have right. Your voice, yeah, it takes yeah. a long time. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Tell like people talk about that like find your voice, find your voice, and like, uh, you know, like you th- like. Yeah. I don't have a clue what that. That's means. what I'm saying. Like we're four years <laughs> in, right? We're four years in, and I feel like you know, like last year I was sucked. And th- like uh, last week, I feel like I suck. Like every week, that sounds like, oh, you suck. Like like now that you know this stuff, so like yeah, finding your voice. How do you even like? How long did it? T- like what? I don't even yeah. Explain what that even means. Like in to someone's like that doesn't know what the, the hell way they're... I take it is that it's that point in time that your your point of view, okay, and your world view, uh, um, come through in in how you present it in a very complicated way of like as opposed to me um uh, all the comics that i watched growing up okay like if you watch somebody for a while you'll just naturally like um uh, it won't not mimic but that will be kind of like what you shape yourself after mm-hmm. or kind of seeing your mega head and once that just kind of like washes away because of your own experience and stage time coming up and then it's just you as if you were in front of your friends, yeah, you know what I mean? That natural self or that very natural character. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the other point of view because there's some extremely famous comics who have this character on stage that's not exactly like who they are, you know, as a person, yeah, but what they're able to present that way. And then I'm saying from a natural standpoint um, of finding your voice, like this is my worldview, this is my point of view, and this is how I say it. Yeah. I, I struggle with that concept, though, because I feel like in my normal day-to-day, even with my friends, I can be a, an awkward person. I feel awkward about yeah. everything that I say. Yeah. And for me, I don't think anybody really cares about my world views or my view on the world. I just want to be funny. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, like your perspective as opposed to like, this is my take on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what's a news hour? Not yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you bring to the table as opposed to um, how I want to present it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you lean into the awkwardness, it'll probably be good. Yeah. Because, like, my, like, I don't know if I have, like, a vo- Somebody told me it's like, it's the same, similar to what you were saying, Dave. It's like, however you think like because we can all read the same article mm-hmm. and and start out with the same premise but we'll have different jokes on it mm-hmm. and how you like whatever your voice is that's how you'll tend to write jokes in that way now it's different like you said like because when you write topical jokes you 
you almost by default kind of write them in a this is for a certain late night show so you're almost inclined to write them in that voice but i know like mine is my the way i usually write is the opposite of the majority or everybody's racist and i try to find like those seem to be the lines that my stuff takes because it's like where i like how i'll write a joke i was looking through my jokes one time and every joke i have even if the print like the premise could be something so basic or random but there's gonna be a line or a tag in there that has to do with racism like somehow some way and it gets laughs wherever like some of them it's the best part of the joke yeah but you know it's just because because that's my like I feel like we're stupid as a country to try to be like, oh, no, we're not racist anymore. We should go the other way. It's like, yeah, we're racist. We all know it. (laughs) Now, let's try to be better about it. Like, that's that's the better way to do it. But, you know. Can you have a joke about that? Yeah, nobody wants to be. Because I think when people hear racist, because there's so many, like, I've heard so many, I'm not racist. I think when people think of racism, they think of, like, racism, like, 50 years ago. And it's like, the way I look at it is like, racism is like milk like 50 years ago or whatever there was only one kind but today there's like 20 kinds it's like so it's people like i'm not racist but it's like really you like soy milk racist man <laughs> like like that's what it is is that a joke that you have I, I, I just wrote it down like a, a week ago but uh, so good. it's like it's an idea but yeah it's like you know <laughs> Yeah. That's I was worried you're gonna stop at white. <laughs> no, that's the first line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first line. I didn't want to just say that down here though. But yeah. But that's the that's it of, of turning on all those stones and just having that be you know that's the thread throughout your life. Mm-hmm. And I had when I so so last year reached back out to a buddy of mine who's who's continuing or has continued to do it successfully onto it. Watched uh, a set so we could like walk through it. And the, the key to any of it was, why am I saying this? And that's what I meant by oh, this worldview. And dude, it's like once I'm you find why you're saying it, that's I think that point in time where um, you you know you find your voice because it doesn't have to be about funny, right? Yeah. It has to be whatever's purposeful, meaningful, or whatever your why is to to saying yeah. it mm-hmm. is uh, is key. Because I was worried about the script thing and like I just want to have. I have a phrase that I, I know I repeat, like in between stuff. I'm trying to get rid of it as much as possible, and then I just went and I wrote it down. I was like, maybe that's the name of the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but why it, it came this? to that. Like, hey, if if you're coming at it like why you're saying this, and you're just telling that story, and and you're coming at it from an emotional and personal standpoint, it doesn't matter what the script is because mm-hmm. you find. You know how you're talking to everybody. Yes. Your awkwardness yeah. matters. Like yeah. uh, that's the cool thing. Yeah. Why do you hide behind that guitar? <laughs> <laughs> well, people say like I have two personalities up there. Like my yeah. my first ten minutes is different than and, and it's, it's less energy than my second twenty, where I pull out the guitar and I, I do different things. I don't I don't think it's I mean the I don't I don't think it's less energy. I don't think it's less energy because you have like the same. Like you're, you're not like, it's a different, it's like, uh, see, I, I think it's like the same energy. I, when you get that guitar, like all the stuff you say is like more like on the line, but like, it's like an escalation. I don't, it, it's that not, makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like you're escalating. Um, yeah. Jeez Louise. I, that's a, that's like, you're so, he's so good. You're good at the, uh, uh. Who is? You're just pointing at I'm, people. I'm pointing at you. I know, I know. But I'm going to address you. I'm going to address you. I'm going to address you in a second. But uh, so we were doing, uh, I'm like trying to figure it out, right? And I'm also yeah. like part-time Johnny, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like kind of slowing my progress. But uh, we were up at that, uh, we were up at Inlay City. It was, it was uh, the, the guy tried, he did his best, but like the open mic was tough. It was like half of a bar. There was four people there. There was probably 20 people the other way. It was a big time f- Michigan, Michigan State football game, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one, it was it was yeah, tough, yeah. right? But yeah. it was whatever. It is what it is, right? Sometimes you get the best stuff out of that. So I go up. Um, I'm about to say my stuff. I'm walking in, and there's, like, a girl that I recognize, and I realize that she graduated from Utica two years ago, maybe mm-hmm. one. So that's not ideal for me. Like, I'm right. trying to, like, 
under the radar this, right? Yeah, I don't like that. And so I'm like inside, I'm like, I don't have any risque stuff, but I'm like self-editing why I'm up there. Mm-hmm. And finally I realized I Because oh, she's just an adult living in the world. I know, I know. Right? But it's, yeah, yeah. But it, It's different though. Yeah. It's, I can't figure it out. It's like hard to explain, right? So anyway, I get up there and I like say my stuff. And then at the end, he's like, high school sports. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. Like, that. Like that's your thing a little bit like like how i'm I'm like act like i'm like think i'm still sweet you know because like but the reason that works i think too is because like deep down in my head like there's really some small part of me that like thinks i'm still sweet (laughs) (laughs) i mean but and that's that's a part of like that's part of the persona and then you if you start like if you start writing jokes where you're talking about like you know uh cars or like movies or something like that but then it comes back to you know, almost like a perspective, like from when you were doing high school sports, yes. how you related to high school sports yes. or something like that. Then it's like, OK, yeah, it is more of a persona than just a hey, this was my my kind of like first yeah. go to joke type of thing. So yes. It's like, yeah. I've been doing that and I've been amazed mm-hmm. at like I can take some like I've taken some crappy jokes mm-hmm. and I've tagged that high school sports thing at the end. And everyone's like, ah! it's crazy callbacks are almost it's it's almost like it's a cheat code for comedy it's a cheat code it's to a point where and the only thing about callbacks that i heard that because i i used to have some jokes that always worked really well but it was like somebody i heard somebody one some comic i heard on the podcast was like if the joke isn't funny enough on its own, oh, okay. then you should, yeah. you know. But that's, listen, you know, like I said, it. what you're trying to do is different for everybody. And when we starting out, trying to get laughs is yeah. the most important thing, like, you know. So I'm not trying to do any, like, deep introspective stuff. <laughs> if I'm just emceeing, you know, a weekend show, like, it's not about <laughs> me. I'm just here to have everybody have fun. Yeah. Let's hit these jokes, and then I'm going to get out the way, you know. That's a good I'm not perspective. Gonna talk, you know. That's a good perspective. Um, Trying to get laughs is key. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the name of the podcast. It was going to be "Why Are You Saying This," but now is it's it, going to be trying attention to, seekers anonymous. Well, it's ASA Detroit. Yeah, it's ASA stands for Attention Seekers Anonymous. But every episode has its own title. Got it. Ah, okay. okay. Right. Okay. Every yeah. episode, so usually it's like something that like someone will say and they'll catch it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it was going to be um, "Why Are You Saying This?" because that's very yeah. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah, that's right? kind of the theme is, of the. Yeah. yeah, but I like laughing is key. Laughing is key. Laughing. When's the, so what, uh, we're talking about like bombing? Can when's the le- like the most recent time you've bombed? We'll go with Chuck first. Oh, a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, one of my shows uh, over in Grand Rapids. It was yeah, a a, a, a light crowd of over. The, the 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 average age was probably over fifty five, yeah. and uh, <coughs> I had to stand up there for twenty five plus minutes and <laughs> eat all the crap I could, yeah. And and I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I, yeah. I, it it's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> was everyone paying attention? Yeah, they were paying attention. Right. They were just staring. Yeah. Yeah. I, is the, this not is that not like a COVID thing where people are back? And they've been spending two years of like sitting at watching comedy in their home where they may or may not have laughed out loud, telling for years, don't expel anything. Right. <laughs> and they go to live shows and yeah, they're still they're like, to hey, it's going to say something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's it. But you still felt comfortable. Yeah. Too. No, I, and I, I don't know. That's, that's why I keep doing the, the Gratia Pub open mic. <laughs> Yeah. That's great, you sir. When's the last um, time you bombed? I don't. I don't know about the last time, but I the most memorable one was. Um, I, and I think I talked about the last time I was here, but it was January of last year. Okay. And I I bombed with a joke that I finally figured out how to do, like a couple like within the last few weeks, it's starting to work. But I tried it in the middle of a like a feature, like I was hosting at Toledo Funny Bone. Yeah. And it was the first show and it was so stupid. It was such a rookie mistake to like when you going 
when you're doing a, a weekend, you want to do your best stuff. That is mm-hmm. not the time. If you're going to test stuff out, <laughs> you test it on the last show after you've proven to the club and yeah. whoever you headlining for that you can be funny for three or four shows. Then you can f- around a little bit on the yeah. last show. But I, And I mean, when I tell you my mind went blank and I was just like <laughs> leaking sweat, like it was like... Uh, it was like um, like the Key and Peel show where the dude was just like yeah. it's just pouring off yeah. of you. Yeah. And then, uh, but the headliner came in, he saved it, and luckily there was a second show that night, and I killed it on the second show because he told me he was like, "Listen, you, you did a lot better that second show because like because if not, I would have had to replace you." Oh wow, like, wow, that's how bad it was because I was the only because I was like the the MC and the feature. Gotcha. So it was like you got to be good to bring me up. You know, and then I'll I'll bring it home, but I can't have you up there floundering for twenty something minutes. Yeah, damn. Yeah. What damn. was the difference, okay, from what was going on in your head from the first show? Because you were talking about like I was a little bit like uh, yeah. nervous. I got to do right. I have to do like all of that right critical stuff in our head. Listen. And then the second show was like, well, what? It was it was all of that. It was all of that. It was the cockiness of I hadn't bombed in a long time necessarily and that joke was kind of working but one the crowd was completely different so that's something you should always take into account you should know the crowd you should know like what type of jokes are probably gonna work you should understand why jokes work and stuff like that uh but yeah i yeah i was just i was kind of cocky the second show i knew just from re- like watching documentaries about comedy and stuff where i've seen people where they like threaten like yeah we're gonna have to kick you off this show or something <laughs> like i knew that because he didn't tell me until after i did well the second time like he didn't go like hey you better bring it or you out of here but after i did well the second show he was like i'm glad you brought it because otherwise i would have had to get rid of it. but i was like i already knew that you could feel it so they but don't yeah. make eye contact so I'm yeah. Like, oh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he yeah. made fun of me a little bit yeah when he, which you know he kind of had to like you know so but um yeah it was it was but it was a lot of stuff like i driven down like i was trying to get checked in change my clothes and all of that and then i didn't i didn't realize that i was the MC and the feature until like the right. day of and I, you know, it was, yeah, it was. What time, how much time does that mean? Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what you wanted to. All of that. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, but he was, he was such a good headliner. So, you know, the crowd was was great. I got a couple, I got, a, I sold some pity merch. Some people was like, oh, it wasn't that bad. It was like, bought some stuff and stuff like that. What's your merch? Uh, I got, I got too much stuff, man. I got like stickers and wristbands because I had a lot of disposable income and, you a lot of this, like stickers and wristbands, all of that stuff, you can get a thousand of them yeah. for a hundred bucks or yeah. something. And then yeah. I, I had a, I started buying, <laughs> like I got some shirts now that I sell, but um, that's just based off of a joke. But once I sell those, I'm trying to get something like more generic, like something that's like, yeah, whatever my perspective, like whatever my persona or my voice is, somehow put that on a shirt and then just sell that. So yeah. then I'm not then I don't have to tell a certain joke to be able to try to move Not merch. locked in. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I look at your butt every day. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's nights I don't want to tell that joke, yeah. but I want to sell the merch. So yeah. I got to yeah. tell yeah. that joke. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> what merch you got? What do you got? Just about? a sticker. A sticker? Yeah, with me bending over on it. Yeah, we all know that one. That's a day oneer. Yeah, that's, a, that's been a day oneer. Yeah, that, that's, that's a day oneer. Put it up on your mirror. Just you got every morning. Do you got merch? Do you got merch? No, no merch. No, what am I gonna do with merch? I, I have know. shoes I could sell probably. You got a lot of dope stuff, shoes probably. Not you got really. a lot of dope shoes. Yeah. When's the last time you bought, man? Or, or I considered. I just did hip prov. Oh and yeah, yeah. There were definitely some moments during that time period. That the quietness and the stares <laughs> impacted because laughter being the key uh, could not unlock that for a couple of things. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> by by any stretch. So that's like uh, when, from a stand up standpoint, I'm trying to think like um, maybe your best bomb, worst. Like he told us, our, he said his le- recent. He said his worst bomb or your best bomb. You go best bomb, most recent bomb. Um. No, like that that first time on stage overseas. Oh, okay. 
was definitely like because it was one of those like I wanted so badly to be there and do all this and like be the guy have this thing to it and it was like one of those like the second show or the third show in one of the guys was like oh man I'm glad that you bound back from that because when I saw you that first night I was like this is gonna be a long trip <laughs> yeah I mean and yeah. material wasn't different right yeah. but how I let it unfold and, yeah. and how I you know agreed like. It just was. It's so. Uh, but I did it in Ann Arbor, where I was. I had a cup of coffee. I want to blame it on coffee. I yeah. Wanna, I gotta believe a lot of folks think I probably waste my time at some of the open mics here because I just kind of go up on sometimes uncategorically and just kind of let stuff unfold because yeah. I need to hear myself say stuff out loud mm. in one part, like unfiltered. Yeah. And so I can then take it and and continue molding it, and so. I consider some of that as it's a bomb in the same way, but not from a show standpoint. Like, oof. yeah, they're there. Yeah. I'm amazed at like when something uh, is like working, 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 and then it doesn't work. And then you go back and you, and you like listen and you're like, Oh, I just like said it differently. Or I didn't like say it confidently. Or I got like, it's like really, this is like a really cool puzzle. Yeah. It's more of a puzzle yeah. than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. And like, as you get better, you realize that like you thought you were uh, like finished with the puzzle and then you, you realize like you just got like the border in or something. Right. You know, the puzzle becomes 3D. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, like yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is cool, right? Because it's like a never ending yep. thing, man. And I was just like, I uh, so like Lewis uh, and Brett, uh, Lewis, I always forget his Lewis. Um, DeMichael. DeMichael. Oh, okay. You're right. It's Lewis DeMichael and From Brett Hayden came on. And they were. Uh, I'm gonna edit, so I'm gonna pretend I knew his name by heart. <laughs> really? But I've only called him Lewis. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna edit. I've only called him like Lewis, right? Yeah, like yeah. for a long time. So uh, they were like, he was been doing it eight years, and he's like, this is the only thing he's doing. Mm. And he like, uh, you know, he uh, um, edits some video, I think, uh, like as like uh, uh, another source, but it's comedy related, or whatever. And he was like, been eight years in, and he was like, I finally feel like I've starting to figure or like i finally feel good right mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know it's like cool yeah. right it's like playing sports it's to me it's like sports right like i get to a level and you're like oh dude i had like when i got to college i was like i didn't realize baseball had all these things to it right like wow so that's pretty neat. my my bomb though i'm gonna tell you mine so i've been i had been wanting for like ever to get on the 313 show at the at the uh oh, yeah it's great where's it called shipping, shipping, shipping company right yeah. i think because i think all those like cool like detroit venues are, are like that's what i've all that's my dream if i could just like rotate around those mm -hmm. i'd feel so accomplished so i finally got on and i was so excited and i was like dude this is the thing but i had just got back from a buffalo trip not a lot of sleep i drove the rv that we took to the show because my car was on there like it's like I got back from Buffalo, drove right to the place, right? Mm. So I'm like kind of out of sorts and uh, small crowd. You really had to like grab them. Um, Melanie Hearn goes on before me, mm. right? It's like eight people in the crowd. She, she has them all like rolling on the ground, not saying any of her material, just like crowding it up, yeah. which I'm not very good with yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not good with crowd work yet. And so then I get up there and I'm like, joke, joke, <laughs> joke. And like they literally... Like they didn't like they were staring mouth open mm -hmm. and there was like one kind of like tough looking dude in the back and he was just like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I started to like feel this like oh, yeah. sweat start oh, to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I when I got off Brett Mercer, like, you know, people even like they'll be like, good, you know, good yeah. set. <laughs> Brett Mercer just goes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh man, yeah. do you guys? So we always talk about this with people. Like, what what do you guys say when someone has a bad set? Because that's like everybody's beef. Like, don't like good set me. So I do. Like some people don't say anything. So Steve Kaz had a good one. He his this is my favorite one so far. He goes, way to stay in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So what is yours when someone has a terrible set? I, I repeat what was told to me once yeah. uh, by a dude that I totally dug growing up. Okay. And I came off stage, he's like, 
you did your thing. <laughs> like, that was it. And <laughs> it's that was like I was like, I don't think that was a good thing. Oh, no. so yeah, that, yeah. To that guy, like you, yeah, having all those things. But that's what's you up. You did your thing. You did your thing. Mm. You're acknowledging that they went out there. Yes, they did their thing. You did what you do. <laughs> yes. Now please get off. Yeah. What later. do you say? What do you say? I, I I don't know. I think I just kind of awkwardly avoid the conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, just a fair. fist bump is about it. If 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 it, if it is, if even if it is bad, you'll still get a fist bump out of me. Yeah, out of recognition that you were on stage. But yeah, yeah, that you're breathing. Yeah, is there you're one st- universal win or lose? Can we like just have like one thing that you can that that's the only thing you can do between comics for like when they come off stage? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Why? Oh, because oh, now you don't want them to I'm know. Saying, like. <laughs> Yeah, just like that, like just right in the middle. Like, you probably think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours, man? Uh, I usually say, uh, keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep going up, as you know. That's great. Happens, like you know, I much rather tell them that than be like, uh, you know, oh you suck, or I, I hate when people are like, oh that sucks, but they don't do it, and it's like you, that's fine. Like you're an audience member. But every you know everybody has that. Oh, I could I could do comedy. Oh, I'm yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, yeah. no, nah, you couldn't. You would be worse than whoever you think is whoever you think sucks. Yeah, that's the yeah. of being in rooms too. Like sometimes I'm like saying like you'll be up on stage doing whatever, and then you go to where like the comics are hanging out, and they're like, hey, good set. Like you you were not in the room, yeah. number <laughs> one. And if you yeah. were, you know yeah. it wasn't a good set, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and yeah. you have to be direct and t- mm-hmm. tell that straight out. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Be honest. Universally, I to a T, no one likes the empty good set. Nobody like or like no one likes a like no one wants to be told after a bad set, hey, good set. Right. Yeah. Like that's yeah. people's pet yeah. peeve. Yeah. Mine is, uh, hey, you battled up there. Yeah. Oh, you, you battled. battled. You battled. Okay. Right? It's like yeah. coachy. Um, we did an hour, you guys. So that's, I mean, that was like smooth. That went by so fast. Is there anything that you guys, this will probably come out on Saturday. Is there anything that you want people to know about? Shows? Podcasts? Well, anything? I have a pipe. But yeah, I mean, there's a stuff. Yeah, go ahead. What do you mean? Like, in general, yeah, on it, Saturday, or like, yeah, so? no, this is As coming you're out. Listening to this right now. This is coming out. Th- this is coming out on Saturday, <laughs> yes. so people will hear this on Saturday or beyond. This isn't yeah. live. So do you have shows that are coming up? Pick in any the- of your social media aside from the Chinese-owned TikTok, which is illegal, uh, and uh, find Dave Comedy Dave. Okay, Dave. I'll put that in the uh, the show notes. In the show notes, you <laughs> maybe I won't. Maybe it's a bad idea. All right, so Dave, comedy Dave. Yeah. Any sh- any big shows coming up? Like in uh, this uh, uh, late spring, or summer. Uh, I'll be featuring at one night stands in May. Uh, there'll be stuff. Uh, yeah, March and April. I mean, there's just yeah. There's and what's stuff your podcast? What's your podcast? Kids versus cats. And what's that all about? Absolutely nothing. A buddy of mine that I know for a very very long time. Uh, he has kids. I have cats. We have a perspective that is unlike any other. Really, it's just us trying to not work. That's awesome. That's it. That's, that's awesome. All. That's all we do. Our wives don't talk to us, and we just talk to each other. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Charles. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the the shows I want to promote, uh, the first and third Saturday or Sundays of the month at the Blind Owl Restaurant and Bar in New Baltimore. Great show. I did it. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, you were great. And uh, fist bump. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ouch. You did your thing, Mark. Man, you did your thing. Did up your there. Thing. <laughs> Way to stay in the pocket. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, first and third Sundays at the Blind Owl. Uh, tickets are thirty dollars for dinner and a show. Um, we're gonna continue doing that as long as uh, people start keep coming out. Yeah, and then uh, the end of August, fourth weekend in August, I'll be uh, hosting for Scott Cease at one or uh, Mark Ridley's Hell yeah. Castle. Hell yeah! I got to do a one night or one nighter with him uh, back in April, and he requested to have me back, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Ryan, you got lots of stuff coming up. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, when you're ho- you said you're hosting at Ridley's. Yeah, that's in July. Summertime, uh, perfect yep. summertime activity. Yep, I'm I'm doing that Blind Owl show, uh, in March March nineteenth. Yeah. yeah, nice. And then featuring at uh, Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase at the end of March thirtieth, thirty first, and first. March 19th, what a great way to wrap up your St. Patty's Day weekend. Go have a nice dinner and a show. 
Yeah, they got sushi mm-hmm. there now, too. So. So, wow. <laughs> wow. Mexican food and sushi. Wow. Well, they get that right out of St. Clair? Is that what they're doing? <laughs> PFAS? PFAS sushi? Uh, that was really, that was good, guys. That was awesome. There's no limit like Master P. I'm sealing it, signed and delivered. You feeling that? What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man. Forget it. I wish they would. What's really big? What's really good? What's really hood? What's really poppin'? What really should be? These imposters really want it. They really could. Get it, man, forget it, I wish they would I had to give the gas a touch, mash the clutch Cause going fast is a habit to cut it I go past, leave you back in my dust Like road rash, make you cats go crash In the back of a truck, I'm like Bruce Lee Bad as they come, coming back like his son Brandon, smacking actors with guns And landing like Michael after slamming a dunk On the runway to heaven, cause that's where Kevin is from like I was sent from the sun, set in the gap from the slump Never letting all the stress overcome, it's a blessing And that's no question, so guessing it's dumb But hold up, one second, cause the lesson isn't done I've been messing with these hi-hats, kicks and drums But started way after I crafted some lyrics when young So don't think for one second you're comparing the cunning Just think for one second, stop staring and fronting What's really big? What's really good, what's really hood, what's really poppin', what really should be These imposters really want it, they really could Get it, man, forget it, I wish they would What's really big, what's really good, what's really hood, what's really poppin', what really should be These imposters really want it, they really could Get it, man, forget it, I wish they would